Hello and welcome to the Catherine Plano podcast. Yes, we have a new show with new episodes. The format of the show is a little bit different. It is broken up into three parts. The first part, Moments of Awe, where I share actionable tips, strategies and coaching models that you can implement in your daily life for massive improvements. And a new part of the show, Tips from My Pen, where I share my insights from my morning pages. And last but not least, Purposeful Conversations with our Radical Shifts series, where we have honest chats with change instigators, compelling creators, and interesting humans who are breaking the cycle of convention and redefining success one mission at a time. So join us here every week for new lessons on how to lead a life that matters, how to escalate your life after failure, and how to inject more meaning, connection, and resilience into your life. Now let's jump into your weekly dose of practical goodness. Have you ever wondered if you make the moments in your life or if the moments in your life make you? Or have you ever wondered how different your life would be if that one thing didn't happen? And what about if you knew your purpose in this life, how would you live your life differently? Well, Moments of Awe episodes are all about allowing yourself more moments of awe wonder and inspiration with a touch of curiosity courage and heart where every month I get real and up close to share some of my own raw life experiences lessons learnings failures and aha moments because when we tell our stories authentically we can really help each other to expand the mind and soul and live our best lively hearty ecstatic and most inspired life. To get the best out of these sessions, grab a pen and paper or journal, sit yourself down in a quiet space and enjoy the moment. So here we are again, and I have to say, please forgive me with my uh, nasal tone today, Uh, but you know, the show must go on. So I am so honored and grateful that we get to hang out again, uh, sharing moments of awe. And before we start, a shout out to Kareen and Charlie uh, with your Apple podcast review. Um, And let me read this and share it. It's wow, powerful. Thank you so much for sharing your morning pages with us. You are what you're seeking. Knocked my socks off. Reminding us of the power that we have to make our experience of life better. I will be re-listening to this one. Much appreciation and gratitude for all that you do. So thank you so very much for supporting us and for a wonderful review. Okay. So this week's title of the show is Vulnerability is Standing in Your Truth. So why do we struggle to be our authentic self? Why are we so afraid of being vulnerable? How do we stop being so scared of vulnerability? Most of our growing years, we were told at a very young age not to express our emotions, to zip it or keep it shut, or not to show our vulnerability despite feeling trapped, 
desperately needing support or on a verge of a breakdown. And yet, connection is the number one human need and vulnerability is the driving force of connection. Then how are we to function without vulnerability? Not to put a damper on things, but if we don't flex our vulnerability muscle, it will impact our physical, emotional, and mental well-being because resilience starts with vulnerability. How many times have you found yourself in a boring conversation, a shallow one of that, a job that doesn't light you up, or a disappointing relationship, and instead of standing in your truth, you hold back from being your authentic self not to upset or disappoint the other person? Instead, why not embrace the freedom of not caring? When you do not seek or need approval, you are at your most powerful. True freedom comes from not worrying about what other people say about you. When you truly don't care about the opinions of others, you have reached a wonderfully awesome level of freedom. Otherwise, you are living your life controlled by other people. Being your authentic self is easier said than done but well worth it. So in this episode, we are going to cover how to stand in your truth without the guilt, how to be your authentic self without the fear, and how to express your needs and wants openly without judgment. And of course, I will always give you three shiny golden nuggets for every moment of all together. So the first shiny golden nugget, why is vulnerability so important? Vulnerability allows us to open up about how we feel and in turn helps us feel less alone or isolated. Mind you, environment plays a big part in vulnerability. For example, vulnerability in your relationships. When it comes to relationships, we all want to be seen, heard and valued. And yet most of us hold back from expressing our true emotions openly because fear of rejection, abandonment or judgment. Let me bring this one to life with a story. How often have you held back from really standing in your truth? How often have you pretended that everything was all right when it wasn't? And how often have you felt trapped, lost or confused and acted as if you had your shit all worked out? I'm sure we all can relate to some of these. Holding back from standing in your truth is only hurting you and the other person or people in your relationships. The truth will set you free. I promise, if you stand in your truth, you will experience a lightness like never before. Just a few weeks ago, I finally did it. Yep, I stood in my truth and heard myself saying, I don't know what to feel anymore. Gosh, It felt amazing, not just for me, but for the other person. You see, I was pretending like there was nothing wrong and the other person was witnessing that every time I jumped on a phone call with someone, they could see that I was bubbly, chirpy, when in reality, all they witnessed was a reserved, quiet and lost individual until we had a conversation. And as soon as I stood in my truth, not only did I feel like a load was lifted from my shoulders, but so did they. They thought they had done something wrong or said something that offended me. What about vulnerability in the workplace? How often have you felt overwhelmed, stressed, and not knowing if you were Arthur or Martha from one day to the next, in a state of confusion, feeling numb, and doubting your very efforts? Why do we struggle so much with vulnerability in the workplace? 
Is it because we don't want to be seen as incompetent or that we don't want to be seen as we are not cut out for this role? Or are you comparing yourself to others and struggling with imposter syndrome? The way I see it, we have two options. One, not say anything until something like a tumor stops you in your tracks. Yep, that's what happened to me. And when I investigated a little further, it was no surprise that it was due to a lack of boundaries. Yes, I am a recovering people pleaser, which comes from a very long list such as lack of self-worth, self-love, and fear of disappointing others. Or the other option is to stand in your truth and ask for, sh- uh, for help. Show them that you are human. The thing is this, for me, I didn't want to ask my team for help because I didn't want to add to their load of things to do. And nor did I want to be a bother or bed burden with what I needed to have done by the day. When in reality, once I asked my team for a hand, they were delighted to help. They felt valued and trusted. And from that moment on, I was able to change the meaning from being a pain in the derriere to empowering my team to expand their knowledge, skill, expertise, and experience. What about vulnerability with your community? Whether you are an entrepreneur, a business owner, or starting a new venture, which is common these days because individuals are reassessing their lives, but some feel vulnerable, being unsure just how to go about it, not sure where to begin, feeling vulnerable because they are not an expert, worrying that their ideas are stupid, not being able to attract customers or failing publicly, and the list goes on. But what about if you were to show your human side? Reach out to your community for advice and even for direction. You see, what I have learned over the last couple of months, the more that I am human with my community, the more vulnerable that I am, the more they will realize that I am just like them. Just recently, I shared my morning pages with the launch of the first episode, Tips from My Pen, and exposing my morning pages with the world, which left me feeling naked. Every ounce of my being was telling me not to do it. After all, I invested most of my life writing in diaries, journals, and morning pages, but never shared them with anyone until now. The very thing that was standing in my way was fear. The fear of failure, the fear of rejection, the fear of being judged, and the fear of getting hurt by someone's comment. But then it dawned on me, if I am judging myself because of these bubbles of fears, I am therefore projecting them into my environment only to attract more of its kind. You see, if we allow fear to run the show, then we are allowing fear to stop us doing the very thing that we must do. So you can see now why it's important to flex that vulnerability muscle because the benefits, advancements and expansions are beyond our consciousness. Now, the reason I say this is because most of the time, the decisions we make come from the subconscious and unconscious mind 95% of the time. Old, dated narratives that no longer serve us. When you let go of your assumptions and biases and begin to accept uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure, that moment you admit you don't know everything opens up a path for you to continue to explore, grow, and learn. All right, let's go to the second shiny golden nugget. What is vulnerability? The weird thing is this, 
Most of us experience vulnerability in many ways and vulnerability will mean different things to different people. But the research shows that vulnerability is the first thing that we look for in others as a way to connect. And yet vulnerability is the last thing we are willing to show. Pema Chodron says, vulnerability is about showing up and being seen. Easier said than done when we are fueled by fear and what other people may think of us mixed with your inner dialogue of not being good enough, smart enough, or confident enough. And when you do, guess what? Your life is not yours if you care what others think. How many times have you stopped doing something that your heart aspires to do because of what others may think? Look, we are all victims of this, including me. One of our most enduring social paradoxes is the idea that what others think of us actually matters. It has become one of our greatest obstacles to self-acceptance. Freedom comes when we stop caring about what other people think of us. Okay, so what exactly is vulnerability? Vulnerability will look different for everyone, but here are some common examples for you to ponder over. So vulnerability involves being able to open and show your authentic self. Vulnerability is to get comfortable being uncomfortable despite our old dated beliefs. Vulnerability is also the catalyst to true connection. Vulnerability is the sacrifice of the ego consciousness. Vulnerability is the to eliminate our destructive narratives to allow our authentic self to shine through. Vulnerability is telling someone when they have done something to upset you. Vulnerability is also sharing something personal about yourself, just like me with my morning pages. Vulnerability is also setting boundaries with love and compassion versus coming from a place of blame. And vulnerability is putting yourself out there and risking rejections. All right, the third shiny golden nugget. So how do you practice vulnerability? So I have put together a list of 10 things that you can do to flex and build your vulnerability muscle. Okay, number one, work on your vulnerability by being an active listener and not worrying about saying the right thing. I find this really easy. I find it so much easier to listen. And I always say, if we can sit there and listen to 80% of the conversation, and when we talk, just ask conversations, uh, questions, sorry, to the conversation, it makes a massive difference. Number two, don't be afraid to say or admit you don't know. I, quite often I find myself, I'll say, I don't know, but you know what? I'll find out for you. Number three, sometimes the boldest thing you can do is seek first to understand and then to be understood. Number four, stop giving your power away. In other words, stop, pe- uh, stop pleasing others out of guilt or fear because you want to avoid confrontation. Start uh, saying more hell yes to you first if you're not comfortable with saying no. Number five, give trust the most valuable asset you can have. When you have trust, you are more influential. Your relationships around you will be open and honest with the communication. So how do you get trust? Well, you give it first and you will get it back in twofold. And the reason I say give it first, I know everyone out there, sometimes some people say, Uh, trust it to be earned. I don't trust anybody or I trust everybody until proven wrong. The thing is, if you don't trust people, they'll pick up on your nonverbal cues. They'll know, they will pick up on what you're, you're putting down. They'll know that you don't trust them, even though you're not saying it to them. All right, number six, 
Be accountable, responsible, and own it when you are wrong and when you've made a mistake. Number seven, when you practice vulnerability and you want to express how you feel, the first no-no is to say, you made me feel this way. No one can make you feel anything unless you allow them to, but you can definitely uh, use language like, this is how I feel. Number eight, be open first. Yep, the best way to encourage others is to be open uh, is for you to open up first and be vulnerable. This gives others permission to do the same. Number nine, be in touch with your emotions and express them daily. Don't let them pile up. And number 10, one of the most important ones, and for those that have worked with me over the years know that I bang on about this one, is know your values and connect with them every single day. So how are you breathing and uh, living and breathing your values? You see, when you no longer are afraid of what others will think, you're more willing to put yourself out there and be your authentic self in relationships, in your career, with your craft and creativity, and with your exuberance and heart. Okay, that is it for today. As always, I would love to hear from you. So if you have any questions about this episode or if you had an aha moment or an insight, please share your experience on Instagram or comment on any of our podcast platforms. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Once again, I do apologize the whole nasling uh, throat thing. Um, If you feel that this episode will help another, please pay it forward by sharing this episode because we rise by lifting others. Well, my friends, until the next time, sending you much love, peace and blessings. Namaste. Thank you so very much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard and this topic really resonated with you and you think it will help others, please click on share show with your friends to help make a difference. And if you want to be part of our mission to help empower the conscious people of this world to learn and grow, then the best way to get involved is to click on follow show or leave a review on iTunes so that we can give you a shout out on the show. If you have been a long time listener of the show, you know we are big on delivering content that is valuable for you. Content that will address your pain points. So if you have any questions or ideas for a podcast show, please reach out and we will create the content to meet your needs. Yes, you heard right. If you have topics, themes or special guests that you want to hear from, please send us a note to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will create a show especially for you. Wherever you are in the world, sending you love, blessings and peace. Namaste.